This is false. I'm Travis Laver. Listen, you might have noticed we didn't have a an episode last week, and we, we almost didn't have one this week either because technical issues and f- fires in the West End of Windsor and me being a complete dumbass uh, led to us recording this episode like three different times. So this is the third time we recorded it. You know, it still turned out pretty good, I think. I think we are, we're professionals, so we handled it. We fucking handled it. And uh, we introduced Kit T., uh, they, them. Kit uh, is going to be a semi-regular, not un- not unlike Gladys Shafley, going to be a semi-regular contributor to the This Is False space, converting from superfan to co-host. And Kit is great, knowledgeable, and funny, and fits right in, as you'll see. And uh, we talk, this, this is uh, our ACAB for Cutie 2. You might remember our second episode ever, Pam Spanish and I, had our ACAB for Cutie Windsor Edition episode where we, we ran down some of the bullshit that the Windsor Police Service has uh, engaged in over the years, uh, shooting people in McDonald's parking lots and other sorts of um, things like that. And uh, this time we talked about more things that Windsor did. You might have saw some things in the news. So uh, we talk about that. We talk about the RCMP and Colton Bushy, and we talk about the OPP murdering an infant. You know, just the usual things that cops do when they're, um, you know, existing in the world. So that's what this episode's about. We just kind of talked about that. And uh, yeah, check it out and let us know how you feel about it. Uh, you can do that by going and emailing us at thisisfalsepodcast at protonmail.com or following us on social media at thisisfalsepod. You can also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash thisisfalse. not an idiot well i am still an idiot but um like i think this time we're gonna record and have it work unlike the last two times you're my idiot hey you're You're an idiot idiot that learns from their mistakes the people's idiot (laughs) (laughs) we love you (laughs) they're our mistakes yeah (laughs) yeah so um we collectively fucked up so if we seem this time like we're we don't have any spontaneity and like our responses seem a little bit canned it's because this is the third fucking time we've tried to record this episode (laughs) 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 i was real i was real mad earlier today i was like fuck this shit i'm done i knew you needed a french vanilla yeah you you saved my ass you saved this podcast today because i I would have been like no it's done yeah. We're not doing it anymore. I know. I, I, as soon as I read through the messages in the group chat, I was like, mm. oh, buddy. No, I was so mad. You I need... was vibrating. Yeah, when you were like, I'm going to be offline for a while. I was like, <laughs> this motherfucker needs some Tim Hortons. I was vibrating at a frequency that uh, only birds can hear. <laughs> Just my entire body. All the like, birds in the neighborhood. <laughs> you were transforming into a Kyle in that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> we recorded a whole episode. It was good too. God damn it, we were good. Yeah, we yeah. were really funny. Like that would have been the no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make any jokes, but that was a really funny one. But funny. we're funny, funny, funny still. and and mostly just that we were talking about important shit. We said smart stuff. Yeah. We were and now we're not. We're gonna be dumb this time. Yeah, yeah no, everyone be, but everyone knows we were smart. At we one were. point we were smart. <laughs> Even I was smart. I said some of the smartest shit I've ever said in my life, and you'll never hear it. I'm sorry. Ev yeah. was profound. I literally never hear it. Blah, 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 saying exactly the right thing. Yeah, that was I Ev. Know. Yeah, basically, were... it was because you weren't actually on mic. 
Yeah, so the whole time you were just not on my. <laughs> you know what? And I actually, I, I'm sure that I would have gotten numerous offers for for like what, academia. Academia. I, I would have. Yeah. 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 Honorary yeah. degrees and shit. Yeah, I would have just fast tracked you. Yeah, honorary degrees. There you go. Yeah, for yeah sure. this could have been your thesis. Yeah. Yeah, they would have John Clarked you. Just made you a professor despite zero <laughs> on paper qualifications. Absolutely. See, which, if they which, can I'm do that, that for John like Clark. A, I'm sound like some, I'm, saying, I'm saying that to be an asshole, but that's because he's like also a genius. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Also, and like yeah. in the company of Ev. <laughs> <laughs> I, Ev yesterday for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. But today it's all gone. It was the fresca. Yeah, it was. So we have a fourth person. Yeah. It's Kit. Kit T. Kit T. Kit T. Kit T. Kit T. Kit T. Kit. Kit. <laughs> Kit T. Hi, Kit. How's it uh, going? Nice well, to know. see you again. Yeah, we're do- <laughs> so we'll do the whole thing again. No, so good to I'm meet you for the Kit. first time. <laughs> but this is brand new point, information. I have to point out the awesomeness that is Kit T's name, and they also foster kittens. And right. I have to bring it up again. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, wow, it's the first I never time. would have guessed it would have been any relation. That's a wow. Is it yes. almost like they're a cat superhero? It's almost like Whoa, they're a cat wow. superhero. No, oh, no. What, is that? what is that shit? They're used to. It was so good yesterday, and now it's bullshit. Why are you repping Wisconsin? Because I went there finally. It was one of my last states to get. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay, before we Which, get into by the way, can, can I just make a statement about what I just said? I'm trying not to say that anymore, because for a while I was. This is so off topic. But the way we talk about travel is really important, and to get a place is pretty like colonist in a way of thinking about traveling, right? Yeah, it's very whose streets are streets. Yeah. And like, I got this date, I got that one, and check it off my list, you know? Like, you gotta be careful. Sorry. Tangent. Okay, but that being said, <laughs> what which state had the best American uh, hyper cornstarch food? Because I, I've only been to Michigan, and even Michigan just was so good oh yeah so florida florida and texas when i was in florida (laughs) there was a hamburger that's buns were grilled cheese sandwiches what the fuck way to america america yeah (laughs) hey listen i'm all about that in that way i am very much an american patriot when it comes to their over sugary (laughs) oiled foods yeah we've talked about that before yeah their freezer aisles their freezer aisles like all their like frozen desserts and stuff it just Oh, just goes. Every yeah, every time. They don't time. malts and salts vinegar or salts and malts vinegar on their oh, uh, yeah. on their tables. That actually figure it out. that really pisses me out. Fucking figure it out, bud. Doesn't piss me out. <laughs> What's going on down there? Does yeah. it even have? Does it even have internet? Like running water? Grow up. <laughs> this is why we gotta invest in creating creating a, a quote unquote authentic Canadian restaurant in America. Because can you imagine <laughs> if Americans discovered real poutine and not random? cheddar cheese on top of some fries yeah would change mm-hmm. their lives like if they if they saw like curds on fries they'd mm-hmm. be like they get a little squeak when they, bite they the think it's weird to have they think gravy is that white gravy right like the gravy yeah. and biscuits yeah, yeah. so having gravy with your fries the first time i was down south and i asked for gravy for my fries they like gave me this white stuff and i was just like yeah it's delicious I, Oh, this no. is someone's clam chowder. Yeah, white but it's gravy? not what you're expecting. It's not what you're expecting. Southern white gravy is fucking delicious. I will fight you right now. Okay, so I've had this <laughs> conversation before. I will brawl knuckle, bare knuckle brawl you. So the right only here on this rug. <laughs> the only. 
The booty scoot and I will get my ass kicked. The only <laughs> you will. Um, the uh, the only white gravy that I have ever had in the U.S. was at Denny's. Oh well, that's not the same. Yeah. Okay. So that's like the only pancakes you've ever had is from Denny's. Yeah. No, I I don't fuck around with pancakes. I know I know my good pancakes. That's <laughs> odd. Don't even fucking fuck bust. It's my dad's house on Sunday. International House of Pancakes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they wouldn't call it that for no reason. <laughs> anyway, so I was in, uh, I used to go to the States all the time for Derby to play. And uh, the one time I was fully unprepared to do a game in Detroit and I had zero dollars, like the rest of the team had to like crowdfund to get my travel expenses covered. And I literally had like three dollars to spend on food while I was there. So we went to a Denny's as soon as we got there and I couldn't afford anything except for biscuits and gravy. And I was like, sure, I'll get some gravy on some biscuits, whatever the fuck that is. Sure. Yeah. And then it came out to me and I was like, I, why is there clam chowder on my (laughs) biscuits? That's what I thought it was. I was like, someone's cream of something soup is here. Which by the way, (laughs) clam chowder with fries is amazing. I'm just saying. What? Yeah, it is. If you no. go, no, it's true. It's so good. You dip your fries <laughs> in the clam chowder. Okay, but anyway. No, I I no, just don't know. Like I, even the whole like milkshake frosty thing with fries, I can't get into that either. It's so good. Star really, it's so good. So good. So so good. It is. No, no. Listen, you and I are going the next time I mean, we're I, doing it's something. Not, okay, milkshakes and fries, like fries and milkshakes. I, I understand the appeal. I don't not like it. I'm just, it makes both of those things slightly worse. It's not that it's no, bad, it just makes both wrong. of them worse. It makes them a different thing entirely. No. An amazing no. It, and magical It ruins the experience. fry a little bit, and it ruins the milkshake a little bit. There's you're just not you're really, wrong. like, just take, keep them separate and eat them the way they are. Take your fucking you're headphones totally... off, we're fighting. <laughs> you're totally entitled to your wrong opinion. Yeah. Okay, listen, listen, <laughs> I, so, I used to travel around the States all the time. I'd rent a car and, like, go watch baseball games in random stadiums. Yeah, and just That's very you. Fries. Yeah, very, yeah, it's very me. So, I went to a game in Memphis. And so the Memphis Redbirds is a triple-A affiliate of the Cardinals. No one really cares, but that's, that's the thing. It's a beautiful stadium. If you ever get a chance to go, please do. And get their fucking chicken and gravy thing. I forget what it's called. It's like chicken and gravy something. I will not. Have you ever... Why um... would it be like this? It's chicken and gravy on mashed potatoes. What, like, it, and it's, it's authentic southern. Wanted. It's authentic southern fried chicken with the white gravy. It is the fucking best thing I've Fine. ever put on my mouth. Fine. I'll fight Highly you. Doubt I'll that. fight you right now. You will die. Have you ever heard of Bacon people. Shake? What the fuck is wrong with Americans? Shake and bake? What? <laughs> steak and shake. Oh, I thought you said a bacon shake. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. No, it's a restaurant. Yes. And my friend like hyped up their French or their chicken wing chicken what are these things called? Strips. Yeah. And I was like a, chicken tendies. Chicky tendies. Yeah. And I gave up meat in 98, and I, was, I went and visited her in, like, 2004, maybe. Mm-hmm. And she, like, got me to try them. She thought, you know, like, you're here, you, you're traveling, you have to try them. And I bit into it, and it was still freaking raw. Ugh. Oh. Yeah, well, that And now when you say, like, <laughs> authentic... Now when I hear authentic, like, authentic chicken, that was the thing that, like, got me into the mindset to try this amazing thing and it's such a i feel like just someone just kind of fucked up on that one a little bit yeah so you don't have to yeah you don't have to add that into the uh episode (laughs) 
That makes me want to throw up. Okay, so let's let's get let's get going on the real right, shit right here, so we can yes. get the fuck out of here, so I never have to do another podcast ever again. Um, <laughs> See you I'm next week. Mostly. I'm retiring forever. So we decided we were gonna have a cab for QD two electric. Mm-hmm. Shoot me in the face. <laughs> electric hockey side. It's just your laugh is the best thing ever. Your laugh makes me laugh. I can't handle it. I mean, I think it's pretty funny because it represents so much of what you're actually feeling. Like, this is such a raw episode. (laughs) (laughs) You're really hearing how Travi feels today. Okay. Travi Lavi after dark. Uh, Travi Lavi take three. God damn it. Fuck. I'm sorry. So I'm just going to read. This is not a thing to laugh at. But we're going to because it's terrible. It's a somber moment. We may have been desensitized by doing this three times. Yeah, we were really emotional yesterday. To the the listeners that have only, you know, heard it once, sorry. (laughs) So so this story, um, this is from the CBC. Um, And if you're from Windsor, you've definitely seen and heard this story already. Um, But you haven't heard us talk about it, so shut the fuck up. All right, so the headline is, Windsor woman in disbelief after police shoot, kill dog in her backyard. So that's a thing that happened. I'll read a little bit from the article. Windsor resident Diane Scott is still in disbelief after she says police shot and killed her 10-year-old dog in her backyard Thursday morning. After someone knocked on Scott's door in the Forest Glade neighborhood... She said she went to let her dog Chloe out in the backyard as the Rottweiler Doberman gets excited when people are around. Having done so, Scott said she opened the front door to two Windsor police officers. They were looking for her son's friend who was at the house. Before she knew it, Scott said she heard a gunshot in the backyard. It turns out that while the officers were at the front door, others had gone to the back. I was like, what the hell, she said. Uh, go at-, and they said, go at They said, go attend to your dog. It has just been shot. That's a normal way to tell someone that. That's so random. Just we don't know what happened. Can yeah. ask for go check on your dog. Jeez, your dog's been shot. Weird. There's smoke <laughs> coming a... from this gun I'm holding. I don't know what happened. Did you know your dog has a bullet in it? Like yeah, you should get that should... checked out. I don't know if you know this or not, but your dog is bleeding from a bullet wound. Oh. Yeah. How oh. did that happen? Um, Why were there people in your yard? I don't know. Oh. But your dog's got a bullet in it. I don't know. What happened? Chloe then came back into the house, went into Scott's bedroom, and curled up on the carpet. This is so fucking oh, sad. God. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's the saddest. Uh, they, t- they ended up taking the dog to the vet. They tried to do a surgery, um, and the dog later died. Um, so not only is her 10-year-old Rottweiler dead, but also um, she has to pay like four grand in yeah, vet, vet bills. Yeah, really big. And she's not, yeah. she's not of money, it uh, doesn't seem. Uh, there's a GoFundMe. No. Maybe yeah. we can put up a link to that. But really, the fucking police should be paying for it, because what the shit? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think she's gone... Like, she's... The community has sent, uh, like, more than covered her vet bill by now. But, like, honestly, just keep sending the money. Yeah, keep sending the money. It's a message. It's a message yeah. at this point. Yeah, exactly. Like, that that GoFundMe should, like, quadruple, like, at And least. hopefully it'll get her a good lawyer if they're not yeah. doing it pro bono already. 
Yeah, I mean, there were. I read an article about a lawyer who had heard about it and was completely outraged because not only did the police go into her backyard without into her backyard, uh, yeah, without a warrant or anything, but they were searching for someone who didn't live there as well, which is a huge problem. Yeah. And what was the plan? Like, what was the plan? You're yeah. going around the back to what de-escalate the situation? I don't think so. Not with your guns being your. Yeah, you just shot her fucking dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that they were probably going around back to, like, if, if he got flushed out, the guy they were looking for. Yeah. Uh, that they could, you know, apprehend him in the backyard. Uh, but they just decided to unannounced walk into a backyard where there was a fucking Rottweiler. Yeah. And, like, you know, from all accounts, the dog was not was had never been aggressive. And the owner had said, well, she probably was just running up to them to, like, get pets, like, excitedly to get pets. Yeah, because dogs love pets. Yeah, and even if the dog was being aggressive... This is why we fucking get dogs. Yeah. To like, partially to protect us, right? And so somebody. How they became domesticated. I should really return Josh, though. Yeah, he's not that good. <laughs> he's pretty yeah. bad at that. But, but you know, no, that's like how, where our partnership came in. That was yeah. part of our partnership with dogs. That's how they became domesticated. Yeah, exactly. And these police officers should have had some sort of training to handle dogs. Am I wrong on this? Where they. They supposedly you know, have training on that. But not so only, then how like, come the arsenal of things they had at their disposal was not the first thing they went for? How come it was the lethal weapon? Well, because like, he probably already had it in mind that out. he was going to use his gun that day. And they might have, had, they might, have, might have already had his gun drawn. Exactly. Uh, to ready to shoot the fucking guy who's going to come out of the house. Well, Who that's knows? What, that's what I'm thinking. Right? Like, I mean, they have a Batman utility belt of fucking shit that could neutralize a dog attack should they want to use it in a non-lethal way. Yeah. Or a less lethal way, I should say. Yeah. Because, I mean, pepper spray and a taser could still kill For a sure dog. Kill a but, dog, like, yeah. you know, it's less likely to than a bullet, I would, I would imagine. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's, sorry. the the part. No, it's okay. The the part where the dog crawls into the house and lays on the floor, like that, makes me want to kick in like the door in a video game of yeah. police. Like I yeah, just yeah. wanna yeah, just wanna stomp on the esophagus of a oh, police officer. Just so so badly <laughs> in, a so badly. In, in a video game. In a video game. In a video game. In a video game. Minecraft. In Minecraft, I really want to fashion a very large hammer and just go to town, like like fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit style, just fucking steamroller those mother. Mm. And the thing is, like, so the media has been covering this a lot. Uh, I would suggest because I think the shooting of a dog is pretty much universally panned, whether or not you're of the A cab mindset or not. You're probably yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and so it's gotten a lot of media coverage that's been very sympathetic to uh, the victims in this case but when like a person gets shot that's never the case that's but, the, the, yeah yeah that but, bothers the shit out of me but yeah i mean it's still you know there's a lot less dog cysts than there are racists or sexists or yeah exactly like everybody loves dogs if you don't love dogs you still don't want to see someone's pet get shot you know the like, comment section on the dogs that have been shot is like unlike it's the least pro cop that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. You never see that on when it's even the negative ones are about the people usually. Like, why did they have a fugitive in their house? Was yeah. the, one of the negative things I've seen. That's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. I can't not swear. I gotta swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you're not trying to, but, but also should be noted too that Diane Scott is not white. Yeah. That's yeah. a good thing to um, point out. So, you know, the fact that they were going around the back and 
and going into the yard of a person of color, mm-hmm. uh, presumably with guns drawn or at least at the ready. Yeah, as was not evidence. skipping. They're not going in there like hi puppy. Yeah, no, yeah. no, they're not. They're probably going in there aggressively, and so yeah, it would be it would be understandable for a dog to actually like read that aggressiveness in the body language and and you know do Protect something their about it. Josh yeah. reads it in cops all the time, man. Josh mm-hmm. fucking hates. Oh, cops. their entire fucking stance is like that. Yeah, exactly. And and when they're coming into a backyard and just wandering into the backyard, just being like, okay, I'm I'm gonna probably shoot someone today and then you know the dog is like oh shit this person is aggressive and way bigger than me and is scary and has a bunch of big bulky shit on them that's some dogs are reactive to sunglasses because they can't read eyes could you imagine full like they were probably in some sort of tactical gear i imagine yeah well they wander around the street normally in tactical gear exactly so i mean like they, may, they may not be in full SWAT uniform, but they're wearing huge Kevlar vests, vests and, you know, are decked out in black. And they look like an occupying military force because that's how they act. Yeah, they yeah. do. But they think they are. They are, technically. Yeah. Yeah. So that's And it's not up. a rare occurrence. Like, uh, I was looking it up. The Department of Justice, they called it a puppy-side epidemic. And they said that in Wait, this United States... The Department of Justice called it that? Yeah, well, the reporting on it, but yeah, that it's an epidemic of 25 to 30 dogs per day, at least in the United States alone, up to 10,000 dogs a year are shot. That's so It's impossible to know the numbers because most places in Canada as well, they're considered property. So damaging property or killing property, I guess, technically, is not a legal problem here. I mean, I thought cops were set up to protect property. Isn't that like the one thing they're good at doing? Rich people's property. Rich people's property. And yeah. corporation property. Like, it's not for citizen, you know, regular Joe property. Yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. anybody ever talked to me about my dog as property, I would punch them in the fucking throat. <laughs> yeah. And like, here's something from a little bit close to home. In Detroit, there was two cops that within their full career, they have confirmed over, ki- killed over a hundred cops. Oh, sorry, I wish. I mean, in Minecraft. <laughs> in a video game. <laughs> in a video game. Like how Moe's uh-huh. only saying that. That's like Moe's entire audio. Every, every time we say something illegal, he's like, in a video game. <laughs> I really want a t-shirt. I just want our catchphrase to be like, in a video, in a video game. Allegedly. 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 Continue. Hey, let me try that again. In Detroit, within two cops' career in Detroit, not just their, like, career in other places, because they love to be bumped around, right? Yeah. In Detroit alone, they killed over 100 dogs, confirmed, between them. Just the two of them? Just two cops in Detroit. That seems like it's a competition at that point. That really seems, like, that's, what Well, I mean, Travis was talking about how there is competitions that occur between police officers a lot of times especially amongst these little gangs they have yeah yeah so i was listening to an episode of pod damn america which i feel like i say in every episode and also twice <laughs> in this episode don't ever start. um they uh they had a, a person on who has been like um compiling a database of all of the different things all of the different shitty things that cops have done in the la and la county areas uh, so like a database if they've killed someone shot someone hurt someone sexually assaulted like essentially bad cop behavior mm-hmm. and they put it in a, in like a, a database that's searchable and they've been working on it for a long time and they, they also discovered through this research that the uh, LA County Sheriff's Department the LASD 
is known to have um like their cops are in like their own little gangs not in like other gangs they're in their own gangs that they've made up within the police department in order to have like competitions and quotas for killings and shootings and shit that is so fucked up there's one that has a has a a tattoo of a of a skull and a revolver and there's lines of smoke coming out of the revolver and for each line of smoke that represents someone that they've killed and there's so there's like cops that have like six lines of smoke coming out they've killed six people and this is like a thing that they're doing and at what point does that not become like a contest where you start respecting someone that has the most squiggly lines? I mean, I think that's the entire point. And to and to Ugh. intimidate people into not fucking with this cop because look, he's got he's got six kills. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, this isn't a fun episode, folks. That's why we were laughing at the beginning, just so you know, trying to <laughs> lighten it before we hit you with all the stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's um that's fucking horrifying and the most fucked up part about it is that it's not surprising. Yeah. Like this is the type of behavior that you would expect from cops because they're all bastards. Yeah. And if like... they're shooting people at the rate they shoot people, how would they not Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can get away with the dogs much easier. You don't even have to write a report. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's property. You just damage property. It's like murder, knocking your T V over. Property during an apprehension yeah it's not yeah and meanwhile if you shoot a dog a cop dog it's minimum five years according to quanto's law and that and is that in the u.s did you were you able to yeah i think it i think it's yeah. no that's canada i believe i believe that's canada but i feel like it's out of winnipeg so if you Ooh. shoot a police dog you get and it was based on a police dog being shot in winnipeg if i am I looked up a lot of stuff today, but that's what I, I, it, my brain is saying. It was a dog named Quantos. Is that why it's called Quantos? Yes. Yeah. Because, because, um, uh, dogs that are cops are considered like people. Yeah. They get get medals and shit. Yeah, exactly. And civilian dogs are property. Yeah. 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 Because they, they think that they're better than everybody else. I just fucking yes. I can't handle this shit, man. I like, like these the the people who are still not on the defund the police, abolish the police thing. Like, I just like this isn't a training problem. This isn't a problem of lack of body cams. This isn't like you know we we know that those things don't actually do much to improve the behavior of cops because it goes so far beyond the ability to keep them accountable. Yeah. This, this is like a culture. It's like, you know, I talked about it when we recorded this episode before, but, but you know, police stations across the United States have been working this propaganda campaign for decades that yeah. has led to, uh, you know, TV shows and movies. And every, every single time a cop is mentioned in our popular culture, it's done so with this, like, oh, they're the, they're the protagonist of the story. They are the heroes. They're going to save everybody. Yeah. And even when there are bad cops, they're set up in juxtaposition to good cops who try to make who try to hold those bad cops accountable yeah you know so like exactly. it's just there's just no there's no uh and this has become so pervasive it's become so ingrained in our society that we can't there's no you can't train it out of them this no. is this is inherent to being a police officer and yeah. that's why people are on the defund and abolish police yeah abolition thing. is the only answer at this point yeah yeah, it's so ingrained in their culture and their training and everything that it's not going to be something that a 20-hour seminar course 
is going to correct. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, Ooh. yeah, we've got sirens. <laughs> um, and uh, from the you. county, I'm like, "Ooh, what you got?" <laughs> <laughs> anyone? I don't even hear them anymore. They're so I know, pervasive. <laughs> I know. Anyone joining a police force is already like, even if they are well intentioned and they're like gonna do the right thing and they're gonna be the good cop that stands out from the rest, you're still joining an institution that's inherently racist and murderous and completely wrong. So there's no. And there's studies constantly about the good cops and how they're pushed off forces and how they're, you know what I mean? It's like you are literally swimming against a really toxic tide when you are a good cop, quote unquote. Yeah, exactly. I had a family member who uh, became a police officer and he lasted like maybe a year because he was trying to expose um, a big thing that was happening that all of the other cops already knew about and they were like no we're not doing this one we're Mm -hmm. letting this one slide and Mm -hmm. i don't want to say too much because i don't want to yeah well and they're notorious for like if you if you do speak out against them they'll fucking like he got the shit beat out of him yeah yeah oh yeah actual shit beat out of him and he ended up having to leave the force because oh that doesn't surprise me in the slightest and that's what happens you either turn in you know you either turn in uh to a bad cop if you spend enough time there or you don't make it so there are no yeah. good police officers there are no good cops yeah. no it's not possible i have an i have an uncle that's a police officer and there was many times at our family dinners where he would be telling stories and he would be like using racialized language about stereotypes i don't know if i use that correctly but like he would be using accents in yeah. a derogatory mm. way and he would be you know what i mean he would have yeah. slurs for certain types of people and yeah you know and it wasn't it was like some of it was less problematic like it would be like just the dumb blonde yeah but even just that mentality the dumb blonde like as just the scratching of being willing to say that in front of people so comfortably because you have so an entire organization back in And that's the only one I'm willing to say yeah. out loud because and I'm even feeling like I got gross goosebumps going yeah. on from it. Yeah. Because just thinking of the way he's spoken he's sorry, I'm bilingual and sometimes it, it messes with me. But just how he has talked about people and the way that he has spoken as those people in their accents. Yeah. As a like punchline. Yeah. That's fucking and disgusting. It's like, and he flew through the ranks. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah. The more well, bro you are, the, the farther you go. Go ahead. That's yep. it's so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It's like remind, remind me to tell the story. I told it when we tried to record this last night. So you have to act shocked when I tell you. But uh, <laughs> you I'll tell, t- you the sto- tell the story again. In, in a bit, I'll tell the story about how I was followed by um, cops shortly after oh. starting the podcast. Yeah. Um, which we'll get into in a bit, but I want to move on to uh, these other stories yep. that are also cop related because this is uh, this is a cab for cutie after all. Mm-hmm. And um, so this one, this came out this week. So you'll remember um, Colton Bushi, yeah, uh, who was shot. Uh, I mean, Colton Bushi. This is the thing; it's so hard to keep track. Colton Bushi was the one who was shot by the farmer, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, in Saskatchewan, like he was yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 with yeah. his friends, yeah. and the, the the farmer shot him. Yeah. Shot, point blank in the head probably yep. while he was sleeping in the back of the car yeah yeah, yeah. um okay yeah so yeah so this so that was in 2016 
and um, there has there has been an independent report that has been commissioned uh, since then. Um, independent emphasis as this is, on independent. Yeah, this one is not done by like uh, a police oversight board like the SIU, which is not really independent. It's not a government agency that's done this. It is it is entirely independent. Yeah. And um, here's the story from the CBC. Uh, Colton Bushy's family speaks out against discrimination found in scathing report about RCMP. Uh, the family of Colton Bushy, the young indigenous man from Saskatchewan whose shooting death was investigated by the RCMP in 2016, is speaking out following a release, the release of an independent report that found Canada's National Police Force racially discriminated against Bushy's mother. RCMP Commissioner Brenda Lucky has accepted the finding of racial discrimination, along with many others detailing numerous police missteps during the investigation, including the mishandling of witnesses and evidence, and the sensitive process of notifying Debbie Baptiste of her son's death. Quote, I did not deserve to be treated the way I was treated, Baptiste said at a news conference hosted by the family on Monday morning. She said the family was not treated like human beings. Quote, the way they were treated, the way they were treated was unacceptable, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said during an unrelated announcement in Quebec, we have seen, unfortunately, examples of systemic racism within the RCMP, within many of our institutions, and we need to do better. Then do better. That's why I send the RCMP to deal with... What's wet and... and yeah. And better. other... <laughs> and everything. Like, and yeah. Nova Scotia. Literally, literally and... later that day, he's like going into a briefing where he's... Uh, um, sending the RCMP in to trample on some indigenous rights. Yeah, you know, but you know why they started the RCMP, right, Trudeau? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he exactly. Does. Liberals don't. Liberals don't like history. They don't like it because oh. it, it it makes them look bad every time. So they just ignore it like it's not a real thing. Yeah, they like to talk down to everybody and be like, "We we need to do better," but not actually us. Like the, you, just the rest of you. This is um, yeah. unrelated, but related. I don't know if you saw today that so so the Conservative Party recently had a vote. Uh, Conservative Party of Canada recently had a vote to acknowledge that climate change is real, and they voted it down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which shocking. So the, the Liberals today <laughs> released a T-shirt because they now they're fundraising off of this, right? This is what Liberals do. They're just like the Democrats in the U.S. So now they're oh, fundraising. Oh, like fast fashion. Yeah, they're they're fundraising off of this by by having T-shirts that say "Climate change is real" with a little Liberal logo underneath it, Ooh. which is fucking hilarious. Mo, it, what what do you think of that, Mo? I mean, what else do the liberals do? It's it's kind of like that thing where, like, there's so many just, like, t-shirt warriors who just, like, create t-shirts or, like, products. And, like, I am no exception to that. I will be making many, <laughs> many a product in the future. Yeah. Uh, no, a, but, like... Gotta respect the group. But this is the lazy liberal <laughs> activism that we always see where, like, people don't actually want to do anything. They just want feel-gooderies and be like, look how great we are. And, like, just talking about how, like, Oh, we believe in all these things. It's like, do something then. I don't need more of your Gildan t-shirts being oversold. Why don't yeah. you go do something? It's not even about, then, it's not even about them doing nothing. It's what they actually do do. Yeah, and when they you know? do stuff, it sucks. But I, I would at do least you. I would at least be like, hey, do at you. least you tried. You tried to do something. So it's kind of good that they just sell t-shirts to like like people who should probably not buy t-shirts from the Liberal Party of Canada. But it's just like, this is what liberals do. They either do nothing and just talk about how much they want to do, or mm -hmm. they do something and it's terrible and it ruins things. And it's just, and then it's just like, oh, but we did stuff. Why are you so upset? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when I say liberals, I mean, yeah. They hey, also well, like I mean, to make big speeches about what needs to be done. Okay, yeah. but they bought a pipeline 
for justice. Okay, like they that was for justice. And like okay? they, like it's so West Wing brain, and I mean that like there's a if, if you ever get a chance, listen to the West Wing thing. It's a podcast that critiques the show, the West Wing, from a left wing perspective. It's fucking gold. Um, but like the um, yeah, it's hosted by Dave Anthony among others, but. Uh, Dave Anthony and Josh Olson. Dave Anthony's a fantastic comedian. I've definitely mentioned this in the podcast before, but yeah. the point is like that's like peak West Wing brain, and the Liberal Party of Canada is very much. I think that like, they are probably influenced more by Aaron Sorkin than they are by any historical fact of their party. <laughs> so like, it's unsurprising that they would be like that. Trudeau would say this to bring it back to this this uh, RCMP report. You know, like yes, we have seen many examples of systemic racism. Uh, we we must do better. Uh, we're yes. not gonna though yeah, like, because because doing better probably means a lot more than just like token sort of like yeah uh being like well, we're gonna be left racist like it actually does mean like land back motherfucker yeah. yes like you know what i mean like that's what that actually means <clears throat> doing better means that and they're never gonna do that well it because nope. to do that they have to acknowledge that they fucked up yeah. and they've been and they would up. have to upset their voters by yeah. making things right yeah 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 but one of the things that I always think about every time the liberals do some stupid shit like this, like this t-shirt thing, is that they must have someone on payroll who's just, like, they pay this person to do just, like, 12 hours of blow and then come up with, like, business ideas. Because, like, I've talked to so many of that person where they're, like, it's, like, 3 a.m. and they're, like, man, you know what? We that we should that should go on a T-shirt, <laughs> and we should actually we should make like thirty six thousand of them and just push them out, man. Push oh, them out. Yeah, yeah. You know what else we can do? We yeah. can buy a fucking bar. Let's buy yeah, a bar. Yeah, let's buy a bar. We'll call it the Crack Box. It'll be great because when oh my god, that's the, the best bar, name for a bar it's ever. Such a good name. It's such a good oh name. Oh my god, crack a beer open. Uh, it's gonna be great. You know what? I feel like I got a, a, a million more ideas like this. Hey, JT, T-shirts, T-shirts. <laughs> like fuck so, off. I was here picturing Leslie Nope with her like sign maker guy that's always on standby <laughs> that she's got to buy like I, yeah, bribery yeah. gifts for. Yeah. yeah. You know, speaking of propaganda though, like that Parks and Rec was such a like liberal propaganda oh thing. Oh for me. my god! It's a great show, but the politics are so fucking terrible. The politics are oh, fucked. And I've been. I used to I've love that show it. though. Yeah. I mean, it's I love show. Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope is is like the coolest liberal I've ever met. Yeah. But like none of them are actually like that. Yeah, the hard on uh, for Biden is really offset, like oh, off-putting, but. I, I honestly I recently like, rewatched and that was just so cringy. Yeah, then, like, I know. John, John McCain is... made like a fucking cameo appearance. Yeah, in the closet. I, uh... Somebody else did that was really bad too. There was a, I think not Romsfeld, but there was a couple people in there that were really bad. Oh, there yeah. were like a ton. I I recently rewatched it too because you know COVID time. But like, mm -hmm. it is such a good show. It's such a good show, like, and it, you can you, know... you can enjoy something and recognize the politics are terrible. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the West Wing, you can't because it's just a bad show with terrible politics. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'm gonna good. say it. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Copaganda yeah. at its fine. Same creator as... Uh, Which is hey, a Law and Order, listen, I, I've got, mm -hmm. I went through ten seasons of Law and Order, and that's where I got stuck. Wow. I will watch the other ten one oh, day. Oh, buddy, you hit me up with some Law and Order SVU, and I will be down. I will be well, down. Oh, my mistake was starting with the original and not just going straight to SVU, but now, I, like, 
It's a, and it's so weird. Yo, the show coming. is so weird. <laughs> they know we're, record, we're talking about them. <laughs> Someone talked shit. about the dog. <laughs> Someone brought up Chloe's name. Triangulate. Someone's walking their dog. <laughs> and maybe that's what happened to yesterday's episode, Travis. It wasn't your fault. It was, yeah. it. It yeah. was somebody. Uh, the cops we were sabotaged. Like, yeah. Shut that bitch they up. They set a fire. They set a fire the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, they did. So, so just, just before we move on from Colton Bushy, um, so this oh, is yeah. from the, this is from the Globe and Mail. This this one I didn't mention the first time I recorded because I just found it today. Um, but this was this from the Globe and Mail, and it, and it goes a little bit further than the CBC, which you know, that can happen. They're both terrible. Um, but this one <laughs> this one details a lot more than just oh there was some discrimination. Hmm. And you know this this is RCMP destroyed police records from the night of Colton Bushy what from the, from the what? night Colton Bushy died. Destroyed police records is a lot different than. Yeah, some dis- some systemic discrimination. You know, we all got it. We all got to deal with it. This is like, no, they destroyed fucking records. Like it, That's it's... bigger than not having to give your notes over. Destruction of evidence? Yeah, yeah. So, here, so here's from the story. The RCMP destroyed records of police communications from the night Colton Bushy died and conducted a parallel internal probe into the handling of the case without notifying the civilian watchdog, according to a report from the Civilian Review and Complaints Commission. The CRCC expressed disappointment and frustration with the police decision to destroy recordings and transcripts of radio traffic between officers who responded to the fatal shooting of Mr. Bushi, a 22-year-old Cree man, in August 2016. The CRCC also said it had serious concerns that it wasn't told about a separate simultaneous RCMP internal investigation into the handling of the case. The CRCC is an independent body that investigates public complaints against the RCMP. Uh, Mr. Bushi was shot to death when he and four companions entered property of Saskatchewan farmer Gerald Stanley. Mr. Stanley was eventually found not guilty of second-degree murder in a case that the stirred fuck? racial tensions and sparked protests. Yeah, the, if we were going to go over the history of the Colton Bushi thing. It's really fucked up. He also had uh, what appeared to be an all-white jury. He did, yeah. 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 Yeah, they deliberately you know excluded indigenous jurors. Yeah. Yeah. I had someone who... I had a friend, a musician friend, who... Uh, was originally from Toronto or Montreal, I think maybe Montreal. Yeah. Moved to Saskatchewan um, with with his with his partner and, and and had a kid and started raising the kid and be and because of this the Colton Bushy thing was this the straw that broke the camel's back. They moved back to Montreal after that. Yeah. Because they were like, I'm not raising wow. my, I'm not raising my kid in this fucking province. Oh yeah. Because of yep. like the that's saying a lot racism. moving back to Quebec. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They said it's just so overt that like the, he was legitimately worried that his kid would grow up racist because if you grow up in Saskatchewan and you're white, oh yeah, you're probably going to grow up racist. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, he like moved them back to, to Montreal. That's so wow. Mm-hmm. Hey, much better. Yeah. Montreal is a pretty dope city. <laughs> yeah, this... With a lot of racism, but you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, but there's a lot of brown people too. That's true. Sure. There's a lot of non, non-white people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so the recordings would have particular relevance to aspects of the investigation that dealt with how police notified Ms. Baptiste of her son's death. The police maintain they took a tactical approach to encircle her home and then search the premises because they believed that one of Mr. Bushy's companions may have been inside and armed. CRC, uh. The CRCC found that surrounding the house with officers carrying uh, carbines wasn't in keeping with a reasonable risk assessment, nor was it appropriate or compassionate in the circumstances. Yeah, no shit. This, this thing. is how this is how you're going to inform this mother that their child has been shot by a fucking dipshit farmer. Surround the house. Surround the fucking house and make her into a criminal. Jesus. Meanwhile, they're fucking taking Ger- Gerald Stanley up for goddamn poutine at the diner. 
They're getting back you to know, their like, roots, you know? Asserting control over indigenous people. They're just getting back to their roots. After Ms. Yeah. Baptiste collapsed in tears on the hearing of her, of her son's death, an officer asked if she'd been drinking. Fuck you. Wow. One or more officers smelled her breath. The CRCC said those actions were insensitive and linked to a stereotypical understanding of indigenous people, which led to the finding of racial discrimination. This goes a lot further than the CBC story does. Yes, it sure does. The RCMP also proceeded to search the family home, which the CRCC said was unreasonable and unlawful. The CRCC was surprised to learn after its work was nearly complete that the RCMP had been conducting a parallel investigation of the case. The internal review ran the risk of interfering with the work of the CRCC, the commission said. CRCC only learned of the administrative RCMP review in February 2020 after it had completed its interim report. During the course of its review, the police force interviewed many of the same witnesses as the CRCC and didn't pass on its findings in a timely manner, the commissioner said. Of course not. So it goes on. But, um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> hey, Cab. Yeah. Why the fuck? So I mentioned, so uh, I gotta stop saying I mentioned it on the other version of the episode because nobody cares. Um, <laughs> the, I would highly recommend. If, uh, if 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 people haven't heard of this, uh, going to Canada Land, um, Canada Land Commons. I mean, I know Canada Land has issues. I'm not going to like abide by everything Jesse Brown does and his labor practices, which aren't great. But uh, one thing he does do, and one thing Canada Land does, is they bring in a lot of marginalized voices, and they tend to make much better content than Jesse Brown yeah. does on his parent on the mm-hmm. parent uh, channel. But Canada Land Commons, uh, Archie Mann has been doing a. Um, an investigation it's called fuck the police and he's been doing an investigation into different police forces in canada and police brutality and racial discrimination etc and he had a whole history of the rcmp uh within that and one of the things that he said uh, during the research portion one of the first episodes he says like this was the hardest thing he'd ever had to do from a research standpoint because yeah there just isn't a proper history of the rcmp out there to get yeah he said he had to rely on like a lot of witness like witness testimony of shit and like indigenous history like indigenous mm-hmm. oral history and written history uh that actually did talk about what the rcmp was really doing because again to go along in that prop in that propaganda conversation like what's the image of the rcmp that we see right it's fucking dudley do right in the exactly. stupid red jacket with the fucking brown hat and the striped pants. Yeah. And Super like, cute horse. Oh, oh hey there. Hey there, didn't know yet. How, you know, how can like, I help you? You got a cat stuck in the tree? Yeah, can I change your tire, didn't dare know yet? Like, that's basically Here's the whole... Here's some candy. <laughs> Have a parade. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, that's the fucking image of the RCMP that has been knowingly cultivated by the Canadian government and by the RCMP itself. Uh, not this shit. Right? They're, no. the, they're the cuddly yep. little representatives of Canada that would never yeah. think to do harm to anyone. Have you hugged a beaver today? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Didn't back to other <laughs> legit I, stealing children. I, it's yeah. like yeah. a lot of Can- it, The divide is so stark. It's so weird because, like, Canada is a, it, like the divide is stark in America as well. But in, in Canada, when you have these kinds of conversations, like, uh, the the problem with like Canadian culture around like any sort of progress and and making things better is that uh, is that there's the people who are like yes we need to change things it's so obvious let's do it then there's the people who are like everything is perfect here and you are all just destroying everything and tearing down our culture which is ironic uh, <laughs> coming from Canadians yeah. but then there's all the people who are just like 
Oh, everything's not that bad. I just don't want to be divisive, and I want everything. We should all just get along, you know, yeah. like yeah, we just talk it out and be happy. And we're in Canada. Are we in Canada? We're not in that wacky America. But Americans are at least more honest and and direct yeah. about their feelings, which is actually really helpful. Which means they'll solve their shit first. Yeah, they'll solve their shit long before we because do. they're having Absolutely. the struggle. Whereas yeah. Canadians don't want the struggle. They don't no. have to do anything. They just want to be like, and then they turn around. A lot of people will turn around and be like, oh, well, even though I have all the bad views and usually I'm causing a lot of harm to people with my terribleness, oh, I feel uncomfortable because we're having a conversation about policing. I feel uncomfortable because we're talking about uh, queer people uh, struggling with things. And there's examples could go on and on. And it's just yep. ridiculous. Uh, but th it holds us back so much because yeah, absolutely. The, our radicals and progressives in Canada generally want to be nice to people until they get burnt out and jaded. And then it's like, all right, we're going to burn everything down in a video game. But everybody else is just like, oh, yeah, no, we can all work together because we're, we practice the golden rule and stuff. And hey, guess what? It's not working for you. It's not going to work in my lifetime. It's not going to work in all the, the one Gen Zer who listens to this uh, podcast lifetime <laughs> unless we get our crap together. Right. And, you know, you yeah. see it, you see it a lot, too, in like, even just in the way that like American satire and American critical commentary comes about, because like, if you look at the difference between Rick Mercer, which is sort of the the mainstream Canadian media critic, right? Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> and even the most mild of the American versions of that, they're wildly different. Like, you know, you look at even even looking at Trevor Noah, who's like kind of a shitbag liberal liberal himself. Yeah. He's he's willing to say way more shit than you ever hear oh, on, yeah. on a Canadian anything, right? Uh, like, and and the same it's the same deal for like uh, you know people like John Oliver who actually does say radical shit quite yeah. often. Yeah, that doesn't exist in Canada. We don't have that on a mainstream channel in Canada or any sort of mainstream outlet in Canada at all. No, like no. we're just we we just we're too polite about it. We well you know it's not that bad here, so we should probably just. Well, at least yeah, we're not okay. the states, right? At least we're not the we states. We like to make fun of the states. We love making fun of the states. Yeah, but yeah. we refuse to look inward at our own completely bloodied history. Like the, you know, the the reason that the RCMP exists. Like the... we'd love to pat ourselves on the back when it comes to like the underground railroad and stuff like Yeah. Like we've never had our own problems, never yeah. had our own slavery, never had our own people owning or people displacements, you know. Yeah. And I mean, even even women working within the RCMP. Do you remember when they had like three thousand women come forward about sexual assault and harassment working mm -hmm. there? I feel like there was just another expose about that, was there not? Or was that I, in I the can't... military? Oh, that was in Either the military. Either way, yeah, that was in the military. But yeah. I mean, all of those institutions have like massively problematic fraternities. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, fraternities, exactly. The, the fuck, the, the, I think it was maybe Mo. That's in they're, they're the football. They're the high school football team. Yeah, yeah, that's, who, that's yeah. who they are. They totally are. Yeah, literally, they go from the high school, high school football team football. to police foundations, where they play on the university team, and then they go in. And, and that's why you got to <laughs> abolish uh, high school football. That's the real answer. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. you, know? you know what? Get the them while young. Uh, the uh, where I went to high school, they didn't they didn't allow football. It wasn't really? allowed. So we maybe, were just... maybe they were just being a cab. That's so progressive. I didn't know it. Yeah. Yeah. It did a I don't know how many people. cops came out of your school, though. <laughs> oh, well, I know a few, so I <laughs> still found a way. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> um, so the other story um, I wanted to bring up 
And so this this gets into a little bit more of the media criticism uh, angle of things, which we which we like to do here on This Is False. Mm-hmm. And so the Canadian media. So, so you remember this story from back in November when a the details at the time were kind of murky, but there was um, a, 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 an abduction of a child by a father. There ended up being a police chase of some kind, or what, yeah. or something happened, and and uh, and and the the both the father and the one-year-old infant were uh, shot and killed by, yeah. but presumably by police. But at the time, the media was like, "Well, now we don't know who actually shot them. It might have been yeah. the father." We don't know we the don't whole know. story yet. We just know there was a shootout. Yeah, yeah. and and they barely covered it at the time. Like there really wasn't a lot of coverage of it, and it was very much like we don't really know what happened. It's weird. It's a dead baby. Who I don't could anything could have happened really. Do you, you know your baby has a bullet in it? You should really go attend to your baby. <laughs> and now, go attend to your baby. Fun. It's been shot. Yeah. So the SIU, the Special Investigations Unit, again, which is a which Fuck is a supposedly arm's length um, organization that investigates whenever there is a an injury or a killing or a sexual assault allegation uh, where police are involved. Um, they I hate the SIU. they actually it, it's terrible. We could do a whole fucking episode on why the SIU is bullshit. And we. Oh, yeah. we, we, we absolutely can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to definitely do that. Um, so, Let's do it. But, but when, so, so the SIU investigated this, and they've, they've released their report. Mm-hmm. You might have noticed there's not a ton of media coverage about this in Canada. In fact, I looked earlier. There's so fucking few articles on it, and they're, like, short, little detail buried. The, the place that has the best coverage of this, and this is not the only issue where this is the case, is the fucking Guardian. Which is a British newspaper, mm-hmm. um, and they have better Canadian critical Canadian coverage than any Canadian media, mm-hmm. which I think goes to say a lot about how just fucking toothless and cowardly our shitbag mainstream media is. CBC included, maybe CBC worst of all in some cases. Yeah, because they have this sort of wider Canada project thing that they fucking do that's dumb. I do enjoy APTN for a lot of stuff, just throwing it out there. Yeah, APTN yeah, is APTN fantastic. Is good. I wouldn't consider them mainstream for no. the most no, part. No, that's but, true. Yeah. I just happen to follow them on everything, so I see them a lot. Yeah, yeah. APTN is excellent. There's, there's some good ones, too. There's there's Press Progress that does really good work. Candleland occasionally does really good stuff. There there are some alternatives, but they're alternatives. The CBC, CBC... Global Mail, National Post, Toronto Star. That's where Star, the majority not... of people go for their news. Yeah, they're not, and they're not fucking reporting on this shit. No, of course they're not. You so have the... to look inward, you know. So the Guardian reported on this, and it's fucking insane. Yeah. So we've all heard this before, because we literally talked about this last night, but I have a feeling <laughs> that our reactions are still going to be equally as what the fuck as they were last night. So yeah. I'll just read a bit from this. Uh, police killed baby. Police killed baby when shooting at father's truck. Canada watchdog finds. <sighs> Police killed baby. Baby. Yeah. But it was aggressive. Yeah. So nearly three months after an armed confrontation in rural Canada, a police watchdog has concluded that a police bullet killed a one-year-old baby when officers <sighs> opened fire on his father's truck. In its first public finding on Thursday, Ontario's Special Investigations Unit said that a review of evidence indicated police gunfire was the cause of the child's death on the 26th of November. Quote, Upon receipt and review of additional forensic evidence in the case, including the results of the post-mortem examination performed on a child and reports prepared by the Center of Forensic Sciences of Analyses conducted with respect to blood stains in the pickup truck, the trajectory of the shots of the truck, and firearms, cartridge cases, and projectiles... <laughs> 
The SIU can, can, can today confirm that the child's death was the result of being shot by police, the watchdog said. So, okay. It goes on. Oh, let God. Me, let, me, let, me, huh. let me get through this because it actually says what happened. No. <clears throat> the incident began when officers in the community of Kawartha Lakes responded to a domestic dispute. Police were told the father had abducted his one-year-old son and was potentially armed. After police attempted to stop the father's pickup truck, it collided with a police car and another vehicle, seriously injuring one officer. Three officers then fired their guns toward the vehicle, according to the SIU. The boy, who was in the back seat of the pickup truck, was struck by a bullet and pronounced dead at the scene. The 33-year-old father was also struck by police gunfire and died of his injuries one week later. Neither the infant nor the father has been named. Investigators seized two police-issue rifles and one police-issue pistol from the scene, as well as a, pi a pistol from the pickup truck. Uh, the, SAU, the SAU's finding comes 77 days after the shooting amid a lack of public transparency during the investigation. When even the cop-loving SIU... Former cops, a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. When, uh, when the SIU points out and is like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, they did fuck up this time. That's that's pretty bad. The the evidence has to be pretty glaringly obvious. Remember how much much murkiness was around that? Absolutely. The police like deliberately muddied that shit at the time. Yes. And As they do. Was, Aggressive was, dog is an example. Yeah, like that's what tipped us off on like I remember at the time being like being told by people, Well, you don't know how that happened. Even and it's like, no, the they left. fucking shot the goddamn kid. Yeah, like, they you know they did. Yeah. Like don't fucking do we we were we, talking you can about see it. what this is <laughs> even yeah. even leftists were like wait just wait no, fuck that no even if even if it was the father i'm pretty sure that the police being present in that situation is what caused that to happen but well yeah, yeah if you're trying to save a child which is the reason for the amber alert like we all got the amber alert and why was there three officers that drew fire what or that yeah. Gave fire, shot. Why did three officers, three officers shoot? officers fired several times into a truck that they knew had an infant in it. Yeah. To save the baby. To save, to save the, baby. the baby. With bullets? <sighs> it's so fucking stupid. These fucking fascists need yeah. to be, like, honestly, in a video game, need to be dragged into a public square and have their fucking limbs tied to horses. Yeah. That is what needs to fucking happen in a video game Minecraft. They need to be fucking abolished. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. They shouldn't exist. Oh, For, forget defunding. Oh my god. Fuck them. That poor child. That poor child. And then they're supposed then, to save that baby. And the father is alive for a week, knowing that the cops killed his fucking kid. God like, damn. Yep. Fuck that. The police opened fire on the vehicle, knowing there was a one-year-old infant that their entire job supposedly was to save. Three and of them. They... It wasn't this. This is the thing. It's, it wasn't one officer with one bullet who was like scared and went and shot. It was three officers. Yeah. Shooting several times. Yeah, and they apparently was it the intent to like... disable? Like what? What was the intent here? While shooting at a vehicle with a child in it, that the whole point was to save the kid. Well, it's not like the have... kid and the dad were going to like rob a bank full of orphans. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Steal all the orphan dollars. But they have right? even, like fucking stormtroopers, so they fucking instead will just shoot your baby. That's so fucked up. Fuck them. Yeah, well, we've uh, you know not to not to continue with this trend of talking about what we talked about in the last episode, but it's like. A lot of people will personalize uh, these kinds of stories to say, oh, like somebody just messed up and they're this yeah. and there's that. But um, 
the issue is systemic. It's not that there's just like, like we said before, like 20 minutes ago, it's not that there are like individual bad cops and individual good cops or that there's individual good people or individual bad people in the system. It's that the system is designed this way. Like mm -hmm. uh, every, the entire system of like policing was designed to enforce colonization uh, in Canada and, mm -hmm. uh, and to, um, to uh, uphold the system of slavery in America, right? Yeah. So yeah. the idea, you know, the idea that like there is something uh, like, you know, the the whole point is to challenge the system and to eliminate and change it, and that's why abolishing it is is where people are at because that's that's what's needed. Mm -hmm. Not to Not mention. Mm -hmm. We were discussing how they were uh, funded. They're funded so many times over because there's local, provincial, federal police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in in Windsor, we pay 102 million. Um, that's what that's the funding they get from all sources, and it's all government sources. So it's all us. Whether yeah. or not the prevent the province is kicking in an extra 10 or 15 million is, is it doesn't irrelevant. matter. It's still our taxes. Um, so like they were over 102 million last year, and they're getting a raise this year. Uh, you also then have to factor in the fact that we're also paying for the OPP and the RCMP for overlapping jurisdiction in a lot of cases. And bylaw. Yeah, yeah and bylaw. The, Fuck you, the bylaw. parking cops. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, and I mentioned I mentioned this before too. But like the the way like and and th and this is where maybe I'm glad that the last episode because I meant to check into this and didn't. So if I'm wrong about this, um, someone please let me know. But I'm pretty sure. It was it was our ward, illustrious War Three counselor uh, Reno. Um, Beefaroni. I thought it was bottle snacks. Bomb oh, hits. Birkenstock. Birkenstock. That's what Thank it you. Is. Thank you. Um, Reno bomb he, hits. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he was on Rose City Politics, um, the uh, the local lib podcast, uh, talking about the defund the police movement last uh, July ish uh, at some point. And, and he was talking about how it's not that simple to defund the police on a local level because the police unions work into their contract that they can't be defunded, uh, that, they ha that they can't reduce their funding in any way. They have to be given increases in funding. Yeah. Wait, uh, unions can do that? Who knew? It would be great if they could. I thought that was, that's, that's collective bargaining? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, you, you collectively bargained that, Reno. Well, not maybe not Reno directly, but the police services board and and the yeah. city of Windsor collectively yeah. bargained that you didn't fucking have to. You could have been no. like, nah, we're not gonna put that stupid place, clause guys. in there. Like, I, I it, but the police aren't actually a union. Like they're a union, but they're not. They're not. No, they're not a, a union. It's a cartel. Exactly. Is what it is. Yeah. It's it's a it's criminal cartel. It's a mob. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean. Couldn't you know? Wouldn't want to have the police go on strike or anything. <laughs> oh God! Remember when they threatened? Remember they did that in New York? The New York, the NYPD was like, "Fine, you want his gun? We're gun." And they like walked off the job, and then crime went down yeah. like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and like. And by the way, um, that's like a textbook gaslighting tactic for abusers. Yeah. 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 Exactly. You want to see what will happen without me? That's like psychology 101 right. for abusers. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yes, please. Yeah. Please fuck off. <laughs> please fuck off and die. Please do a fuck off now. <laughs> Not you, Josh. Please. You're cool. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're cool. Oh, you got the boobs. Yeah, oh, you got boy. Joshy, washy. Joshy hate cops. <laughs> I, don't, I bite them. I bite the cops. I bite the cops in Minecraft. 
No, he bites. Gosh, she says one, three, one, two. Uh, Mo just dropped. We it. lost Mo. Oh no. Yeah. Oh Mo. Oh Mo. Oh. He's Mo's back. back. Oh, God damn it. I hate the internet so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was working, and then I couldn't talk. It was so weird. Aww. Oh, you're back now. Well, that was yeah. a good episode. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are at... Um... Oh, what happened there? Oh, Josh. My fucking dog. <laughs> Josh, Josh, come here. Can we get shirts that are of Josh that just say on the internet and a picture of Josh? Yes. I mean, in a video game, sorry. In a video game? It'll in just video be game? Josh and it'll say a wedged we. <laughs> a wedged <laughs> I want to get ones that just say political statement. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's my boomer. We got to figure out who the uh, liberal police or the liberal t-shirt maker is. Get a good yeah. deal. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know who it is, but I'm not going to name them because I don't want to be a dick uh, <laughs> locally. Um, so, I know, would, would you mind me indulging in a story? I would love for you to Please. indulge in a story. An ACAB story, ACAB for cutie. 100%. Hold on, let me get in the mind space here. Yes, and also <laughs> act surprised because none of you have heard this story before. Right. It is shocking, though. <laughs> um, so... Uh, when we first started this podcast, Pam Spanish and I, we um we were inflammatory as we still are, but I think I think we were we were a lot more inflammatory in the first few episodes. We were just really yelling at people. Well, you guys really had a lot just... to get off your chests. We did. Yeah, we started the podcast for a reason. We were pissed off about a lot of things, and mm-hmm. one of the things that we were pissed off about was police. We had been dealing a lot with them down in the rail cut and uh, and other um sort of working with with uh, unhoused folks. Yep. In the city, and uh, we'd had a lot of, like, run-ins with them. Um, and so our second episode, we released A Cab for Cutie, the first edition, and, and Pam did a bunch of research and, like, had... Uh, we, we did a whole episode on it where we were very yelly. And shortly after that episode dropped, I remember we were kind of talking about how, like, should we, should we be paranoid about cops potentially, like, hearing this and maybe following us around or intimidating us in some way? Which you would think would be, like, just a really irrational thing to think, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you'd say this nah. around some people, and you'd be like, you're a conspiracy theorist, and you're paranoid. Yeah, take off the tinfoil hat, Yeah, bud. like, maybe go to a hospital. Yeah. Um, so, I was driving back from uh, from April's uh, place. This would have been shortly after her and I started dating, so I don't know. It would have been, well, it would have been around that time. It would have been around the beginning of August. Yeah. And... Um, I was driving back and and she was staying over like in the um wyandotte town center area just mm-hmm. east of downtown and so i was i had driven down wyandotte and like this cop had pulled up behind me and was kind of staying behind me and i was like oh i think this person i think they might be following me but i'm probably being paranoid so mm-hmm. i took like a sort of meandering route down to riverside and at every turn the cop followed me and continued to follow me so mm-hmm. okay well they're definitely following me but Maybe even being paranoid as to why. They will sometimes just follow people around. This is a creepy fucking thing they do. Yeah. (laughs) So I get down to Riverside and I start heading west toward my apartment. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like slowing down to 40 and 35 and speeding up to 60 and like, you know, trying to do that kind of stuff. And the cop is staying behind me. And so now I'm like very convinced that they're following me. And so I didn't want to like follow them in to my apartment. 
complex because I'd actually done that one other time when a cop had followed me home and they came into the parking lot with me and then drove around the parking lot and left. Mm -hmm. And this was before we started the podcast, so I had less to be paranoid about. But then, but I've been, you know, a lefty activist forever, so who knows what fucking list, list I'm on in the city. All of but them. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, not uh, just in the city. Yeah, yeah. why not? <laughs> oh, I got stories about being on the fucking international watch list too, but that's a whole other thing. Um, so, so I continued down past my apartment and I turned up in one of the, the first few streets just east of where I am, or just west of where I am, like Askin or something. And the cop turned up there with me. So I pulled over onto the side of the road and parked in a spot and the cop came right up behind me and sat there. No, no lights on, oh, no fuck. nothing. They didn't pull me over. They were just, just behind me. So I called April, and was freaking out. Oh yeah. It was like there's a cop behind me right now. They've followed me back from your place. I know they're. I'm following about to get me. my ass kicked. Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. Like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Like, do I leave? Because now have they pulled me over? I then do I start a police chase? What What the fuck do I do? Like, yeah. I'm not getting. Out are of the you car. free to go? Yeah. Am I free to go? Like, I have no idea. Yeah cops just sitting behind me so i stayed on the phone with april for probably 10 minutes and he's and just like, behind you and he's just behind me car running lights on like headlights no no uh no cherries no Sorry. cherries no cherries and then i was like well um i'm gonna go and i'm gonna drive because i don't know what else to do here so i got off the phone with april and i started driving and the cop pulled out and continued to follow me Ugh. And I turned uh, left back onto university and came back down uh, east, down university, yeah. and did one of the slow down to 35 things again. And the cop finally pulled out beside me, came right up beside me, kind of looked in the car, and then peeled off rather aggressively. We're watching oh, you, man. Fuck. Yeah, and then so I... And waiting so for I, probable cause. Yeah, so I turned around and came back to my apartment. I kind of made a meandery way to get back because I didn't want to, like who knows they got fucking other cars following me i have no idea so i was very careful about it um so like that and that and that was like i mean who knows why they did that but i'm a white i'm a white dude i'm a white dude driving a pontiac vibe okay like i'm not a i'm I'm not a typical target to be followed around like that so there's probably some external reason why they've chosen to follow me around right yeah and it's not can't be a coincidence like a week before that I was very loud on social media and through a podcast yelling about cops. Yeah. Naming them. Yeah. On, naming on them Facebook, too. Naming like, them for their shit. Like doing all kinds of that stuff. And yeah. naming badge numbers. Right. Yeah. Yep. Which is, you know what? Which is perfectly legal, by the way. We fucking right to do. Yeah. Perfectly legal. Yeah. Yeah, but so is what that what he did because that that's like an incel tactic of scaring people without crossing a line where you can be legally held accountable for your actions. Yeah. You are allowed to follow someone and intimidate them. And like you said, you're a white dude, but like, could you imagine what that's, that was a scary situation for you. Yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. I was like shitting my pants. Like, it was could bad. you imagine if you were even, you know, you had the leftist reason, sure, but you probably weren't feared for, like, maybe you could get your ass kicked, but you probably weren't going to get killed. Yeah, they yeah, wouldn't kill you because there'd be outrage because you're. A I didn't. Guy. I didn't think likely they would, but I don't fucking know what these assholes will do. They'll just off and shoot a fucking Rottweiler for no reason. So, yeah. You know, I mean, and that's the thing. But yeah, I mean, the point you're making is that if I was black, for instance, or have, a woman, or a woman, you'd have perfect reason to believe you're going to be sexually assaulted and or killed. You would. You would be yeah. pulled over for going under the speed limit or something. Some bullshit. Yeah. 
thing like that. I was almost trying to get pulled over because it was like, yeah, well, at least fucking, Make it stop. At least, yeah, at least fucking tell me what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, but they weren't going to do that. It's I... like when my cat finds a bug and it doesn't want to kill it, it just like bats at it a little. Yeah, it just <laughs> makes its life horrible for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like, but you're a cop. Fucking, you're supposed to be protecting people, not picking on them. Yeah, but that's that's what they do. Like that's standard. I mean, I've been followed by cops in every city that I've lived in, except for London. But fuck London cops too. Oh, they're terrible too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I've been intimidated. I've been, you know, called by name and, you know, cops telling me things that they very, very personal things about me that they know. I mean, like that I've changed my hair in the last couple of weeks. Like they like uh. were watching you. They followed me. I've gotten out of my car before because I was being followed by a cop. And because I knew that if I wasn't in my car, they couldn't ask for my ID. So I was like, I'm... Is that true? Yeah, unless you're in a vehicle. I Okay, so if they have, if they make up some probable reason that they could ask you for your ID, but yeah. it's, it's got to be a good reason. But you, if you're in your vehicle or on a bicycle, they can ask you for your ID. Mm -hmm. But they can't, it's carding, right? Like they can't yeah. just, you can't yeah. card people. Yeah. Um. But I've I've gotten out of my vehicle before because I've been like, well, fuck that shit, because I don't trust myself. I like I'm nervous. I'm driving, and I don't trust myself to not make some sort of stupid mistake while I'm driving. Yeah. And, then and cops will be like, why are you nervous? Yeah. Oh yeah. You should have no reason to be nervous. Well, I mean, the <laughs> sexual assault rates <laughs> among. Yeah. Well, I was looking through the uh, the SIU. Uh, website where they have some of the status of cases on their website and you can yeah. kind of and it's got like the category of case type so like custody injury custody death firearm death whatever and um they have a the sexual assault allegation category which is sexual which is specifically if the siu is involved is a sexual assault allegation against a police officer yeah and, like the fuck and just in 2021 just in 2021 so we're what two and a half to almost three months in not quite three months in mm-hmm 18 reported sexual assault allegations against police officers across just Ontario. 18. And that's just the reported ones, which, you know, is like a tip of the iceberg sort of situation, right? Yeah. That's and, uh, and they're from everywhere. It's like Barrie, Sarnia, Peel, Toronto, Ottawa, Niagara, Kawartha Lakes. It's everywhere. Oh, just Ontario. Just Ontario. That makes me want to throw up in my mouth. And that's on the SIU's own website. So you again, you know yeah. how how often it's actually happening. Yeah. And how many of those are like you've got to think about how many things are going unreported too. Like oh. nobody wants yeah. to take like especially against cops. Especially against cops. Yeah. Right? Like you really like am I, like the the low rate of reporting in the general population. Magnify that by about a million when the guy's got a fucking gun and buddies who will definitely kill you if you try to go after him. Yeah, and then and we also still have, have to... a 40% reported abuse rate. Exactly. Because you have to go through it again and again and again in court and get asked a million questions about why you're such a slut and, <laughs> you know, and you just have to and and you're doing this not against just uh, you know, random Joe, you're having to go up against a cop and all of his fucking buddies. Like, yeah, that's I wouldn't report that shit because nope. I know. Like, what's the point? I'm I've already got a black mark on my name. I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not going to make it worse for myself. It'll just make everything worse. You know that it's going to just get worse and worse. Yeah. Existing will become worse for you because you've reported it. Exactly. Just existing. 
Exactly. Actually, it's funny, a well-known communist activist in this city that both Mo and I, I don't want to name them just in case they don't want to be named in this, but uh, a well-known communist activist uh, was followed around by CSIS and RCMP here in Windsor for months and months and months to the point where it became a joke. Like, they'd leave their door and wave at them kind of shit because they'd be, like, sitting in a car outside their house. Yeah. And they approached him, CSIS agents approached him at the farmer's market where he was selling worms for compost <laughs> it's just like the kind of it's like shit. the crunchiest shit i've ever heard <laughs> like you amazing know, but this is the kind of shit they do right like they're yeah. just it's just a blatant intimidation tactic because they they had nothing on them and like and he i don't know man vermicomposting is pretty <laughs> damning <laughs> yeah, it's true how oh. you do, how you doing mo you've been quiet no, I just I've just been enjoying and basking. I was about to say like, uh, <laughs> what did they think about it? Was it like this was the big communist plot to take down society? It's through subsistence uh, yeah. <laughs> farming and, and composting. Well, they had been followed like, because because their oh, activism yeah. on campus, right? I, but, I yeah. really love the yeah. the picture that that draws though of like <laughs> the communist at the farmers market selling compost worms. <laughs> like, He's yeah, the, like the please, most granola crunchy, yeah. like hippie bearded dude who wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, like, and it's like he's the threat. Yeah, he's the big threat. <laughs> that's in the, world. the threat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's I mean, amazing. True. Sir, yeah. I'm gonna have to ask you to put your worms down. I have a few <laughs> questions for you. Yeah, those worms are a weapon. Well, I mean, <laughs> those worms are acting aggressive. If you read aggressive. the latest Marxist-Leninist Maoist um, tracks. On yeah. the internet, I mean, the the goal is to train worms to uh, uh, start the next proletarian revolution. And yeah, that's actually, uh, yeah, that's the newest uh, trend. He's building the Earthworm Jim. Army. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so we we've got plenty of plenty of run here for for editing Travis to go through tonight. Um, yep. but this was good. This is better than I thought it was going to be doing it for the second time. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a shit show, but it, this was, this turned out kind of all right. All right. Yeah. yeah. I thought this was going to be this, but it actually turned out to be not that. Yeah. Uh, I think Kit's going to be a semi regular. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would like that, that. I think that that's what we should do. Yeah. Transition definitely. from super fan to uh, band member, which I'm pretty sure is the Robbie Robertson uh, path. Nice. From the band. That's, that's a that's a dated That's reference. my name. Just call okay. me Robbie Robertson. <laughs> We're old as fuck. <laughs> hey man, the, band, the band rules. Don't fuck with the, the band. The band fucking rules. The band fucking slaps. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so next week we're going to do an episode um it's going to be on like the 30th or 31st right at the end of the month. But mm-hmm. what's important about next week is that will be a day or two after the Bessemer workers of the Amazon plant in <gasps> Alabama will have voted hopefully to be in a union. Yes. So we're either going to be super fucking excited and we're going to talk about that or, or we're going to be super devastated and talk about it. <laughs> so either it's going to be union hype house or union sad house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty confident. Everything I've been reading is seems to be like... It seems pretty pro-union But you know, so we thought Bernie was going to get the nomination too and look how that fucking turned out. All we got was oh. the mittens meme. Yeah, Barack Obama came out of the woodwork and made some calls and fucking there it went. The left wing then, was destroyed in Can- in the U.S. Yeah. Ditto Biden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Joe Biden. Oh yeah. Um, 
did you see that he fell up the stairs going on to Air Force One? <laughs> was he chewing gum while he was trying to... Did Sorry. you not see it? No. It's so good. He falls like three times. And then, oh and then you God. go to fucking Snopes. By the way, Snopes has become just a piece of shit website at this point. You know oh, Snopes? Yeah. You know, like the fact-checking website? Yeah. Like, you can literally watch a video of Joe Biden falling up the stairs on Air Force One. Like, you can see it with your own two eyes. Are they like, it's false... They said it was mostly false. They said it was mostly false because he didn't actually fall by the definition of falling. It's like fuck off. I'm watching it right now. Tell us, tell us what we're seeing with our (laughs) eyes is wrong. (laughs) He's having a hard time. He falls like three times. Hey, did he bomb Syria recently? I feel like he bombed Syria recently. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, we talked about it. He definitely did. Oh my god, he does like he's like. And then he does like a salute (laughs) at the top. I kind of love him. If he wasn't a fucking war criminal, I kind of like. And then dejectedly walks into the plane. He like (laughs) he has a a pretty good jaunt on at at the beginning, and then he has the like. He tries to recover with the whole like, oh, I didn't trip. That's just how I walk. But then he fully goes down. That's amazing. But liberals, man, liberals are just like, oh, it's fucking ageist to shut up. No yeah. one actually no, cares. Man. Yeah, I don't want to hear. Stairs. Straight up, Ashley Simpson did at the end with that little salute. <laughs> <laughs> man, everybody falls up the stairs sometimes. I mean, I yeah. Know, have actually. you ever been to the loop? I literally did it two days ago on my fucking yeah the loop. Jesus, that there are, staircase. There are fully reasons why I never get an apartment with stairs. <laughs> I, fell, yes. I fell up the stairs with a bag of cat food once. That's comical. Oh. And the bag of cat food broke. Did it and break? Went fucking everywhere. No. It was a fifty dollar bag of cat food. And the cats. I was it, so mad. All the cats within a three block radius are like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got some fucking dustpan and I fed it to my cats anyway. I wasn't gonna fucking, <laughs> wasn't gonna fucking throw away a fifty dollar bag of food. Jesus Christ! No, why would anyone do that? No, that's no, uh, not Rockefeller. All right. Cats are excellent sorters. That's true. <laughs> okay, well, until next week. Mm-hmm. Go Bessemer, man. Yeah, Just go Bessemer. Fucking do it. That and the history of that is so cool. The history of that town is so fucking cool. Everything about that whole thing, if that goes through, is gonna be a game changer and I'm really Some union excited. Blood. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. Solidarity Bessemer. We love you. We're gonna do the uh Oh don't get it in my head, don't get it in my head. La 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the union's inspiration. You know, actually, I hate that fucking song. I hate it. This entire episode <laughs> makes me a bad leftist, but I hate it. This entire episode, I've had this song: "Love me, love me, love me." I'm a liberal. That's a great song. Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. I've had that. The Oaks classic. Right yeah, there. I've had that stuck in my head this whole episode. Yeah, but did you have the Jello Biafra version, or what was it? No, but as <laughs> I, I, I'm a diehard dk fan and i definitely Uh, yeah fuck yeah the dead kennedys man yeah great band yeah i don't care how juvenile it makes me sound they're like and they're they're like they're real ones too they never sold out really entirely i feel like some shit went down later on like because like jello because what's his name the lead guy jello biafra yeah he he, was like showing up to fucking protests and shit like oh yeah he's he's a real one yeah but he then left and started the jello biafra in the guantanamo school of medicine yeah (laughs) yeah and i went to go see them and i i i died i i almost pissed my pants because i just love him so much but um i I also saw the Dead Kennedys at Call the Office in London, and it That's was a so different awesome. vibe. Like, 
It was yeah. just it, it was after Jello had left. Oh well, there's the. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I did yeah. also get East Bay Ray to sign my tits at the time because <laughs> I'm that person. I have no shame. Uh, there's a really good. We're not going to rehash it, but there's a really great story if you want to find it of George Strombolopoulos talking about how he met Jello at a at a rally in Montreal and like he saved like Jello saved him from like getting the shit kicked out of him from cops. That's it's, amazing. It's such a fucking cool story. Oh, I love that. Go seek it out. Um. <sighs> Mo. Yep. I feel like we just talked over the whole time. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Like, we did great. This was amazing, and uh, I think I lost a little bit of spirit after I couldn't get this dang camera to work. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Well, that we'll, was we'll, this was a good episode. We'll put up a good picture. Hopefully, yeah. this time it actually yeah, recorded maybe. properly. <laughs> hey, check that before I uh, turn off audacity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's do the okay bye and get the fuck out. Yep. Okay, okay bye. bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> we just didn't like the harmonizing. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, au revoir.